Hi mates, how are you? Happy Tuesday. So there's this phrase that I was actually notorious for using when I was asked if I followed through on something I said I was going to do or something I wanted to do. And it went something like this. I tried, but I just don't have enough time. This happened a lot when I was younger. And today I'm going to share the scenarios I used it in the most. I'm also going to explain what this phrase actually means as it pertains to your time management and what you can do about it so that you stop saying that because it's not helpful to you or anyone around you. But before I jump in, I just need to shift gears real fast and share that you can download a free Simplify Bible study resource when you head to hurrynewstrength.com, which has been available for almost a year. The time is coming for me to develop a new free resource for you, but I wanna make sure it's something that you actually want and need. So if you don't mind taking a minute or two, could you please email me your ideas at erica at herrenewedstrength.com to let me know what you would like me to create and share with you for free. Is it a checklist for what a Christ-centered schedule should include? Is it a schedule template? Is it a prioritizing workshop, which, you can actually just complete when you listen to and follow along with episode 21. I will link that here. Um, I don't know. What is it? Help me help you. I want to bless you with something that you don't have to pay for. What would you ask me to create if you could ask for anything? All right. Thank you so much. Now let's get to today's episode. Listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with. If you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. So, I just want to start by saying that this is something that I have struggled with, as I said in the introduction to this episode. So if this is speaking to you and you feel conviction, if you feel like, oh man, you're calling me out, I am, you're right. But also I'm sharing that I too was in that position and here's what happened. I'm going to share how it kind of showed up and, and what I did about it. When I would respond to others with, I just didn't have time. Usually it was someone who was holding me accountable, someone who cared about me, someone who I know and have a relationship with, someone holding me accountable, asking me about the thing that I said that I wanted to do or the thing that I said I was going to do. So I either expressed a desire to do that thing or I made it clear that that thing was a goal, right? I would respond with, I just didn't have enough time. So if I'm being honest and looking back, I can more easily be honest with myself about what it was, but eventually I came to the realization that all I was doing 
was using that phrase as a cop-out. It was a cop-out in situations when someone was holding me accountable. And another way to say that is that I was using it as an excuse. That might be you too. If it is, that's just what it is. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just what it is. So I want to normalize calling things what they are. All right. I just don't have enough time. I didn't have time. It means something else. It doesn't mean that you didn't have enough time. There is enough time to do stuff. What it means is something deeper. So let me tell you when I used it because I want to be real specific. I'm not just going to say, oh yeah, I used to say that. I'm going to tell you exactly when I used it because I remember. I used that excuse when I was held accountable by my friends or people who cared about me when someone asked me about my half marathon prep many moons ago. That was over 10 years ago. But someone would ask me, how's your marathon prep going? Because I made it clear that I was going to run a half marathon and No one just wakes up and goes and runs 13.2 miles, right? No, you prepare for that. So when I was asked about it, I would say, oh, I wanted to get to it this week, but I just didn't have enough time. It happened when I was asked about my personal training certification when I first got that class. And let me just give you like a two second history. I purchased in 2013, shortly after the half marathon, which I did run, by the way, without very much prep. I do not recommend you do that. Do not recommend you do that. Eventually, I went and I purchased a course to get certified through the National Academy of Science. Um, Oh my gosh, sports medicine. I can't even think right now. NASM. So I purchased a class to get NASM certified as a personal trainer. It was a live portion. I paid a lot of money for it. Didn't do that portion. Why? I didn't have enough time. When the six month grace period came up and people were asking me, oh, did you get certified? No, I didn't have enough time to prepare. Six months, I didn't have enough time, right? It wasn't until 2016 that I finally got certified after paying for the recertification extension or the the retest extension multiple times. Every time my excuse was that I didn't have enough time. Kind of crazy, but that's what I did. It happened when I was asked about starting a life coaching business. Oh, you went and did that life coaching certification course and program and you did all that stuff. How's your business going? Oh, I haven't started. I just haven't had enough time. Dude, it just kept happening, right? It was a theme. And at this point, if I started, let's just say my first time ever using that excuse, was in 2012, 2011, when I ran that half marathon, which is not true. It was well before that, that I was using this excuse, but it ran all the way until my twenties, my upper twenties, 20, you know, 2016, 2017, 2018, I still was using that same excuse. How is it that in all these years, I just didn't have enough time, right? And you know what else that happened? When someone would ask me, about getting in the word of God. Oh, have have you been uh, in the word lately? What are you reading? You know, I just, I haven't had enough time. I haven't had time. I've just been so busy. Is that you? Do you, do you hear yourself saying that sometimes? Without even thinking, I, 
I, I know that it happened to me. I wouldn't even think about it. I would just say, I just, I don't have enough time. It didn't stop. It doesn't stop unless you stop it. So how do you stop it? Well, first, I think you need to recognize what you're actually saying. And there's two things. There's two hidden meetings, meetings. There are two hidden meanings that this phrase is really communicating when you say that, especially as a Christian woman, right? Because we are daughters of the most high and we are intentional with our time. We don't do what we don't need to do many days. So what you're actually saying when you don't have enough time is, this is one option. I'm going to give you two options. The first is that thing is not a priority. That thing is not a priority. So you as a child of God, as a woman of faith, as a Christian woman, when you say that you don't have enough time for that thing, you are saying, in essence, that thing is not a priority. The other side of that coin is that you want it to be a priority, okay? You want to be in the word of God because you want to prioritize God. You want to build your relationship with the Lord. You want to exercise. You want to take care of your body. But the planning and the preparation required for that to be a priority did not happen. So two things it reveals, one or the other or both. The first is that it's not actually a priority. In real life, if we're being real, right, we're going to keep it real. We're going to call it what it is. It's not that important. The second thing that it could reveal is that it is important, but your planning and your preparation is it's not happening. So both of those things are on the person who doesn't have enough time, right? It was always on me. It was never the certification. It was never the prep. It was never any of that. It was always me. The common denominator is me. Just like in your situation, the common denominator is you. It's not the amount of time in a day. That doesn't change, and we know that. It hasn't changed in all these years. It's you. The truth is the most urgent and important, and it has to always be both, the most urgent and important tasks on your list get your time and your attention. Everything else is at the mercy of your feelings. If you don't feel like doing something and you don't actually have to do it, you're not going to do it. If you don't feel like cracking open your Bible because you're tired, because you are, you'd rather do something else, being honest, right? I've been there. Then you're going to do something else. You're not going to do it. If you don't feel like working out, unless your doctor tells you that exercise is what your life is depending on currently, you're not going to do it. Your task list, unless the thing is urgent and important, has to be both, is really at the mercy of your feelings. Unless you are disciplined and you have a solid system in place to get those things done, because then the sheer discipline will carry you through, right? Grace of God, always but you have developed discipline and the habit and the routine. Without that, you won't be consistent in anything. If you want to get consistent in something, you need to identify that thing as a priority 
and you need to treat it as a priority. So if you're struggling with that, if that's something that you are realizing, okay, this thing should be a priority. I want it to be a priority. I just don't, I don't know how to make it a priority. I don't know where I'm failing in the planning and the prep. Then here's a little reflection exercise. I want you to get a pen out, take some notes, open up a note in your phone, wherever you are. If you're driving, come back to this, press pause, come back to me. Reflection exercise. Number one, you're going to complete a schedule audit. So track where and on what you are spending your time, including your phone use. You can go into your phone, at least with iPhone and see what you do in a day. If you're spending two hours on Instagram or Facebook, unless that's your business, dude, you gotta, you gotta change some things, right? Just no, take notice of where your time is going. What are you actually doing? And be meticulous. This is actually something that I work through with my clients. I have a full template for this specific audit, and I'm gonna be releasing that in a little mini hub for like 30 something bucks. If you're interested, get on my list, shoot me an email and let me know you're interested. But you have to do a schedule audit. You have to see where your time is going. Once you complete that schedule audit, identify, take a marker, take a, a highlighter and start identifying where you're spending the most time outside of work and sleep. And then the last part of this is that you really need to ask yourself, is where you're spending the most time actually a priority? If it is, good, it's feedback. But if it's not, you gotta do something with that feedback, okay? Now, I am a very big fan of getting support when I realize that I haven't done it for myself, right? When I finally got my personal training certification that took me forever and a day to get there, I hired a life coach. It was my first time working with a coach that wasn't a fitness coach because I had a coach when I was competing in bodybuilding. I had personal trainers, that kind of thing, right? But I had never worked with anyone outside of fitness. And the first time I ever hired a life coach, she was holding me accountable and I was paying her too. So I was like, I'm going to do this thing. Next time she asks me, I need to have it done. And that's how I ended up getting things done. And she also helped me figure out where and when to do some things because I couldn't really wrap my mind around things. I remember one time she asked me, her name was Paulina. She asked me, she's like, so why didn't you do this thing? So I didn't have enough time. And she's like, that's, that's not an answer. Try again. And I was just like, what? She was from, she's from the East coast. So she has a little, she's a little rough around the edges you know, from like New York and New Jersey. Right. One of the things that we have to remember is that we can do what we can do. Right. But at the point that we realize we can't do that thing on our own, like we do have to ask for support. So I'm inviting you to hit me up. If you realize that you need some support, whether it's in the form of templates, I got you. If it's in the form of handholding and accountability and support and coaching and checking in on you and tracking your progress and helping you map out the steps to get to where you want to go, I got you too. Erica at hurrynewstrength.com. I would love to walk alongside you in this season, but if you aren't sure about it, if you're not really in a place to invest in yourself right now, 
then this reflection exercise is going to be such a game changer for you. So I really truly hope that you will take the time to do it, especially if you find yourself saying that you don't have enough time. So I hope today was helpful. I pray it blessed you. And I am just praying that the Lord gives you a really great week that you would prioritize him and put him first and get in his word and be filled up, filled with his peace and his joy and his love. And that you would remember that no matter what your schedule looks like, no matter what you're saying yes and no to, God is faithful, God is good, and there's grace for where you are and what you're doing. I love y'all, and I'll see you on the next one. God bless. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five, extra tips, and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.